hour of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Welcome back to High Tide. Kieran and Alan in the studio. No, Grant Boyden this morning. He's out on domestic duties. But let's go, Kieran. Longreach. Oh, yeah. You know where that is? Yep. You do? Yep. Been there? Queensland. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie McAnally, good morning. <laughs> good morning from the roving correspondent. Hey, it's good you're taking over Melinda Pavey's job. I don't know. Well, someone's got to do it. That's good to see. Good to see. fishing here, though, too. Oh, there is, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to the fishing after, but we've been to, we were at Charleville early in the week, and uh, that was a bit of fun. And uh, as I said uh, before we came on air, we were talking about Moo, Moo Restaurant. Yes. Corone's Hotel. That's it. Which has got some fantastic history. Yes, it's beautiful. And upstairs, a little museum on the balcony there's great to have yeah. a look at. Yeah. Unreal. And the whole thing's really good. Yeah. And they have they have some of the finest lamb cutlets I've ever had. Did you go to the railway museum down the end of the street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good fun, isn't it? That's good. The whole yeah. thing, the whole place is set up. You know, it's all set up for tourists. But yeah, the, the Carones is best so people know has, a, has advertising out the front that says Charleville's worst vegetarian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And just just to add to my experience, when you buy a four X. They were giving out those little promotional things for a very flash 4X Esky. Yeah. Oh, I won it. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. So that was good. And then um, we did the Bilbies, and then we did the Date Farm, and then we did um, oh, whatever else we did. The Cosmos, Cosmos Centre? Cosmos, oh, Cosmos Centre was great. A bit cold at night. You want to make sure you're rugged yes. up. Yes. Um, they, uh, they've got these giant 14-inch... Uh, sort of computer controlled telescopes and you, they focus on this you know, this nebula and that star and at the end they did the planet Saturn which was really good you know, mm. a really big telescope it was sensational, you, know, you can see the rings and yeah, fantastic the whole, yeah, but the whole thing is, is really good and the fishing at Charleville is quite okay yes um, you're in, now, there's two different things happening here when you're in Charleville you're, you're in the Murray-Darling drainage so you get Murray cod and all, all sorts of uh, all the normal Murray-Darling fish. When you come here to uh, to uh, Longreach, you're in the Cooper's Creek Lake Yeah, Edna, Cooper Basin, yeah. And you get different fish. Yeah. Because, well, there's supposed to be no Murray cod, but there apparently are. <laughs> Someone's tipped them in. And there's also really causing a few problems out here. They've, uh, someone's put red claw in. Oh, okay. Oh. This is called translocation, folks, and you know I, I sort of sometimes think it's a good idea and sometimes a bad idea. But um, this is a bad idea because the the, the normal sort of bluey black uh, normal crayfish that lives here is being overpowered pretty rapidly by red claw. Okay. So there's a, there might be a very short term uh, boom in red claw, and they'll have a good fishery, but it won't. You know, it's just not the. It's a really dumb thing to. Now, think, did mate. you do a cru- Did you do a cruise up the Cooper? Absolutely. That's good fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, with Thompson, yeah. yeah. Done the night, done the night out there and, and all the rest. Oh, we've had a fish. There's plenty of, uh, there's quite a few yellow belly here. Yeah. And, um, uh, they, they get, uh, the one thing I wanted to catch was one of the, uh, the Baku Grunda. But I, we didn't catch any of them. So, um, so you, no, no, we're going to go and have a fish again this afternoon. So there's, it's just starting to warm up. So it's just, uh, the season's just started. Charleville's got a big carp fishing, um, Exercise on today, so they'll catch a few thousand carp. Pretty big prizes, and then here uh, in on the, at the end of the month, there's a, a really major fishing comp. They get about 600 starters and book the town out, and uh, that'll be at the end of the month. Here, yeah. okay, no worries. So, That's so, good. There's plenty of fishing done. That's because you're in the desert, doesn't mean there's no fishing. Uh, there's a lot to see in outback Australia, and before you oh, go overseas, go out, outback Australia. And the driving's easy, roads are good. Yeah. It's a really, really, really neat place. So, uh, um, as I said, today we, we, we're doing the Founders, uh, sorry, we've done the Founders uh, Museum, Qantas, mm-hmm. the Connors Museum. We're doing you know, the Stockman's Hall of Fame. Fine, yes. Is sensational. Mm hmm. Absolutely yeah. first class. And not expensive to go to, it's no. quite good. 
And um, as I said, we did last night. We did the uh, the, the steam the steam cruise on the on the river and uh, and all the show. They do a show like a um, whip with the whips and the bits and pieces. Did, did like a campfire, did yeah. and damper, yeah. and damper and cocky's joy and all that sort of stuff. No, fantastic. So no, that's good. Yeah, and then we're off to uh, we're off to the dinosaurs on Monday. We're off to. Uh, to um, Winton on uh, on Monday morning. It's a good place to go if you get up there to the dinosaurs is Richmond. We go to Richmond, and yes, London and, and Mount Isa, yeah, and all that. Yeah, Richmond's quite interesting with the dinosaurs there. Yeah. Yeah, so a very good centre. We've got we've got Doctor Mac out out the back here. She she can't wait to get up there. So <laughs> find a dinosaur and put it, pack it all up on the roof of the car and bring it home. <laughs> yes. And yeah. we travel. Well, you probably heard last week we we're travelling in the Commodore. The poor Isuzu dropped a gearbox. Oops! Oops! Oops. About, we, we went to lunch on the Friday before we were about to leave, and it went boom. Oh, okay. And then then we're stuck in. I've got first and reverse, but that's it. <laughs> so we un, we had to unpack the truck and take the Commodore. But the Commodore's handling it beautifully. Oh, good right. to see. Good to the see. Commodore flies along. Okay. Oh, by it doesn't like going off-road, though. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that one. By the way, Lee said I've got to talk to you because he got in a second-hand 429 Outlaw the other day. Oh, he does. I'm, I'm, Only a couple of years old. All right. Well, it'll have to wait like it. That's right. You know, you put it aside until you get back and you can have a look at it. There's no problems. Well, uh, I think well, it's in the budget, too, so there's no problems. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, listen, Laurie, we'll take a break. And uh, back. Oh, that's a good idea. Back with a minute more of high tide. When Damien volunteers to help, he really means it. Flood, storm, search, and rescue. He'll be there alongside other state emergency service volunteers. Right now, SES volunteers are urgently needed. And it isn't just about saving lives. There are also support roles that can help you build professional skills while helping the community. Can you see yourself in orange? Google SES today. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Pick your favourite Kia from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street cred delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. When mild arthritis or other aches and pains are getting you down, it might be time you did, as others have done, and try Arbor Vitae Joint Health. Others just like Tracy. I felt my pain reside after the second bottle. It's also got a great berry-like flavour which makes it easy to consume. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300 879 863. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More. 
hour of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Welcome back to High Tide. We talked about a raving reporter, Laurie McAnally, who's up in Longreach. Yep. Yeah. Good spot. Before, that is a good spot. Before we do the fishing report, I've given my last uh, trip away and my interaction with the police. I've had no problems there. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, walking into town, the very first day I get here, I watch this young fellow flash through the intersection just below us here and have a almost T-bone the local copper. <laughs> There was a big screech of brakes and a bit of white smoke. And oh, dear. He almost went to open his mouth and yell at him, and he didn't. Yeah. And then, I, he went, But he was really smart enough just to put the blinker on. And, and pull over, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the copper rolled in behind him with the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, hmm, hmm, bad career move, that one. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the taxis up there are funny. Tanks, I think it was, was the name of people who used to have the cab company. It was $8 or $10. Anywhere you wanted to go down. They were busy yesterday because the races were on. Ah, yes, yes, that's good for races. Yeah. Country races are so popular. They are a great day out. Just a great day yeah, out. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah people... Oh, While the races are, I've got a uh, quick cheerio, and thank you very much to Swanee and Eve on um, involvement of their horse one uh, up a town. Did you tell the listeners about it yesterday? No, because they didn't tell uh, me. Into, they no, didn't tell no, me no, on air. No, 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 too late. They Sorry, didn't no. tell me on air, and they didn't yeah. ring me until ten o'clock. Okay. Well, they did tell you before it ran, though, Kieran. Oh, they did tell me before <laughs> it ran, and they said the trainer thinks that it'll certainly run a place uh, if it doesn't win. They'd have won and paid ten to one, so. Well, it's like my brother. My brother had a, a very good filly for a while, him and his mate. And it won four races, and um, every time he and it had lost about well, it came second or third or whatever. It ran about twelve times. Every time he'd ring me and tip me, it lost. Anyway, <laughs> one morning I'm sitting there reading the form guide. Here's my brother's horse running in Brisbane at thirteen to one. So I thought, no, oh, he hasn't rung me, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll have twenty five each way on it. Sure enough, thirteen wins. And anyway, he rings me later and said, "Were you on it?" And I said, "Well, you didn't tip me." He said, "Were you on it?" Yeah. So I learned, I learned that if he didn't tip me, it was going to win. <laughs> but it was never 13 to 1 again. No, no. <laughs> it was always 4 or 5. It still won 4 races. It was a good little racehorse. Yeah. So, yeah we got that good. with that horse we had for a while. It uh, paid 12 to 1. And one, where, I guess, yeah. where was that down? Maria Way or somewhere? Maria. One? Yeah. one at Maria and Bathurst. That's it. Yeah, Maria. Well, it only paid $2 at Bathurst, Bathurst but it paid yeah. 12 to 1 at um, Yeah, well, Maria. the day I was on it, it was at Bathurst. <laughs> hey, there's no such thing as a bad profit. No. Anyway, look, we better give you a fishing report. Yes. There's been a lot of, a lot of southerly winds along uh, at South West Rocks this week, which has limited the fishing a bit. Um, the, the, we've still got uh, plenty of leather jackets offshore, which probably means plenty of cheap leather jackets at the co-op, but uh, you, you're limited to inside 55 metres. There's been some good pearl perch and trag with the moon, or the down of the moon, and... Uh, uh, quite a few uh, snapper, but no great size in the reds, up to about two kilo. So, but they've been ticking along okay. Uh, still, um, a few kingies at Fish Rock legal, uh, and the sharks are not as bad as they were. So you can, you have got a, you have got a hope. If the sharks turn up, you don't. But the last few days they've been okay. But then these are quite good sized fish, up to nine kilo. So uh, probably worth the time now. Just so people know, this month August. Uh, is when the big kingies, the next moon, the big kingies will turn up. So the next full moon in the 10 days or so, you'll, you'll see some better sized fish, maybe up to 20 kilo turn up. This is, this is their time. And so that, that's always worth a look. And, uh, further south, down off Hat Head, there's been some, uh, some reasonable fish taken as well down at, uh, what they call I'm trying to think of the spot in 38 fathoms. Down, um, Cook's Knob, down at Cook's Knob, they've been getting some very nice fish. 
uh, tablefish, so and a few sambos and kingies. So that's worth a look if you know the marks. If you don't know the marks, stick your head into the tackle shop and they'll tell you. And not the marks; they've got the, they'll give you the GPS coordinates, I presume. It's a well-known spot and uh, always good for, as I said, kingies and sambos and that sort of stuff. Anyway, further uh, in, uh, there's Taylor along the headlands. Not as thick as they have been, but still pretty good. Pretty still good size. Uh, so the boats trolling the headlands have been doing okay. And there's a few other bits and pieces. There's good flathead straight off uh, Little Bay and down to uh, as far down as Gap Beach in 35 to 38 metres. Just good flatties. So that's worth a look. Okay, um, beach and rock tailor, obviously. If there's the catch them out of the boat, they're getting them off the rocks. Been a few bonitos spun up too as well. Um, and plenty of, not plenty of, well, there's been a good, good sized brim, like there has been all winter, good sized brim, but in, not in giant numbers, and plenty of drum off the rocks. In the river, we've still got, uh, flatties, not as many big ones as there were, but look, <laughs> the flatties are going to taper off about two weeks before they come back on again. <laughs> they normally start about the middle of September, so. Uh, they have tapered off a bit this week. There weren't many, uh, many of the good flathead caught, those 40, 50, 60 centimetre jobs. Uh, they were mostly at the, really, at the bottom end of the legal scale. There's a few trevallies still in the river, big eye trevally. They've been catching them. Uh, certainly catching plenty of brim and certainly a smattering of ludric. This has not been the best ludric season of all time. It's been pretty ordinary, but size is pretty good. Plenty of fish around 800 grams, but you're only, you only you spend the morning there for for five or six fish, so it's still worth doing. If you like, enjoy your fishing for ludric, it's still okay. You get a food. You don't probably need more than that to make a nice dinner anyway. So that's about it for the for the week. I better let you go. And uh, as I said, Winton on Winton on Monday, Julie's going to go and capture a dinosaur. Actually, it was interesting that you talk about the um, the different museums up there. That's where I learned that Nancy Bird Walton was not the first female pilot in Australia. Millicent Bryant was. That's right. Yeah, and she died in the uh, Grey Cliff Ferry accident in uh, 1927, the Hill, Hill 40 city site. Yeah. When the freighter hit the Manly Ferry. That's it, yeah. Yep. Mm. So, uh, so, yeah, I don't know how you have a freighter hits a Manly Ferry, but I guess it could happen. <laughs> they did some funny things in the early days, didn't they? <laughs> no, no, I, I, read all, I read all those shipwrecky things from our, our, our good mate, uh, what's the fellow? Max Gleason. Max Gleason. Oh, Max, you read all that. And some of the stuff that happened was just, you know, uh, you wouldn't do it in a, you wouldn't do it in a twelve foot tinny. <laughs> well, actually, I, I saw a report, to ATSB report during the week from that commercial boat from January this year that ran aground in behind the southwestern side of Cockatoo Island earlier in the year, and yeah. uh, he blamed a, a, a fishing boat that was there with no lights on. He had to move, but it was an hour before low water. Well, you don't really want to be over there when it's low water, do you? There's not much water on that southwest side of Cockatoo Island. No, there's not. <laughs> and it took them six hours to get the boat and, off. And, and surprise, surprise, it is marked, Al. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, look, sometimes there's no explaining certain things. It's, yeah, it's like when they miss the wharf and run up, you know, run into the barrier at uh, oh, yeah. the Oh, look, uh, that's, yeah. A, that's a dead end. With those old, the old, the old ferries that were direct reversing engines, if it hadn't stopped 100% and they engaged it to go the other way, right. the cam, it'd go back in the same direction. But I worked at uh, Hegarty's for many years in the 70s and the amount of skippers that hit that broke stem posts on the ferries by running into a pylon with the nose of the ferry, mm, oh. the biggest disbelief. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I was good mates with Hegarty's when I was a young bloke, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, all right, well, we'll leave you go and we'll catch you from um, where will I be when I ring you next week? Probably Hewenden, I think. I'll be on Sunday. Beautiful. So, so we'll catch you then. Okay. Thanks, Laurie. Have a great trip. It's, it's a, it's a, look, it's an amazing yes. trip. Please see your country before you. You know, I've been overseas a lot. I should have done this years ago. It was fantastic. I'll, I'll, so be to learn. I'll be interested to see what you think of Chronosaurus Rex when you get to Richmond. Okay, <laughs> that's the name of it. It is. They found a fully intact uh, dinosaur there. They got a big paleontology uh, museum at Richmond. Yeah, How old? Julie reckons. Uh, older than you. Yeah, well, Julie reckons you're going to well, find one just hot. like me. And There's the other thing, dinosaur there, just the same. The other thing you like there at Richmond. Um, Fellow there is in construction. Put a five-acre lake in, so the kids got somewhere to ski and some water sports. What a good lake! 
Yeah, yeah, great things for hop, the local kids. Well, yeah. Hopped in with a bulldozer and an excavator and go That's to the it. lake. Yes. What a, what a good man. It is. <laughs> See if there's any fish there. I will. Okay. Thanks, Laurie. Bye. See you, mate. Oh, I don't mind doing the <laughs> the tourism thing for Queensland. Look back and forth. High tide in a minute. When our son was in hospital on his tenth birthday, and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned sixty-five. Oh God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Your flight centre, night centre, see the starry light centre, cruise centre, tour centre, are you insured centre? Stay young, have some fun, follow the sun, take the plunge, easy done centre, island top, over the top. One-stop shop, never stop. Your centre, our centre, Flight Centre. At the centre for 40 years. Flight Centre. Because they specialise in strata complex unit and commercial building repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists that you can trust and you really can trust them. They're good. So if you do need repairs or you do need refurbishments or maintenance to your strata complex or unit or commercial building, Network Construction Services are the leaders in remedial building work. Call Steve, 98085673. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran and Alan in the studio. Kieran, did you notice when you come back this week... Why has fuel gone so stupidly expensive? I don't know, because oil's still only about $85 a barrel. Yeah, I know. It, it, no, and, okay, the Aussie dollar's around about 66 But it hasn't cents. changed that much. But no. it's gone up, what, 20%? Mm. Oh, more than that. Yeah. It's gone from a, a dollar. I was paying, last time I was down here, I was paying a dollar sixty-four. Yeah. for diesel, right? Yeah, now $2.20. I, now, we have 2.47 at Kellyville. Holy do you got plenty of money at Kellyville. I haven't got that much money. Let's go to PJ. Morning, PJ. G'day, how you going? Oh, I'm good. You pulled over all safe and sound? Yeah, I just, when you rang, I was in that spot that was terrible reception. Yeah. Yeah, a month or two, and I said, no, I've got to keep pushing. And I thought I'd make the BP at Nambucca, but yeah, I'm just a bit short of it. So, anyway, I'm in the park on both. It's all good. Okay. How's the fishing been? Fishing's been really good. Um, as I was saying there uh, yesterday morning, you know, I came back from the boat show and I managed to get a feed of snapper and trag and a few pearlies and uh, we've had a few brim and drummer off the rocks and um, the people are still catching plenty of blackfish down in the lake at Foster, both on the walls and up around the um, oyster leeches and the barge boards. 
and Harrington's been fishing pretty well for blackfish too, but, you know, there's still plenty of mulloway on the beach and flooded in the rivers and lakes. It's all, it's all going off, you know, like what winter. You know, that's what we're saying, what winter. Well, winter's gone now. That's what I say. We're going to boat show and winter we come out in spring. Yeah, I heard that, and I, I fully agree with you. And, um, you know, I've got homes on the boat show, and the lemon tree's got new growth on it. And, <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, with this passion through to kicking off again. Well, I found my first mosquito at home the other day, and a fly at work, so that tells me we're in spring. Yeah, I had a couple <laughs> of flies there at the cleaning table the other day. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, that's no, pretty good. Been pretty good, and um, yeah, I think Kieran got a bit of a, a, a bollocking over his political stances there <laughs> on the Facebook page. But yeah, no, you got to do it. Like people say, oh, I don't want to get political, but I'm sorry, but you got political forces working against you, and if you don't stand up to them, well, you know, what's the old saying? All it takes for evil men to take over the world is for good men to do nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, we all enjoy our boating, our fishing, our hunting and lifestyle, um, but to enjoy that, you've got to fight for it sometimes. Well, I made it a way of life. I made it a living. Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, I fight tooth and nail for everybody to go out and enjoy the same livelihood that I had. Yes. And, um, you know, every now and then you've, got, you've just got to get out there and, and be loud and proud and, and shout about it. And if the people don't want to listen to it, well, then you don't deserve to be having it. Yeah, That's my opinion. Because you've got people out there that solve point in life is to get a warm fuzzy feeling sitting around the campfire burning timber creating pollution but singing kumbaya and stopping us going fishing and boating and hunting well and it's that stuff that they roll up and smoke <laughs> too, <isn't it? laughs> you know yes. where, 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 where's the, where's the um, looking after nature there when they're making mushroom tea and smoking the gunja <laughs> that's right but it's natural you know? anyway enough of that I, uh, I was going to give you my simple recipe for Chinese five spice, five spice snapper chunks. Oh, I saw those on the on the Facebook page, yeah. Let me tell you, I can turn fish into chicken nuggets now. I'm going to have kids eating it, thinking it's chicken nuggets. It you, is, Al. It is so simple. Can you turn lead? Can you turn lead into gold as well? Oh, mate, if I could, I'd be rich. <laughs> We'd yeah, all have an alchemist. It is gold. You go and try and buy a snapper leaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, so I knocked up a nice little feed there the other night. I got some uh, nice snow peas and uh, some uh, pat choy or choy some or bok choy, one of those choys. Anyway. Bok choy. Um, yeah, and um, I got the bamboo steamer out and I got those steaming away while I just, all I did was cut my snapper fillets. So I took the skin off and that and just cut the snapper fillets into chunks, you know, around about two inch square. Rolled them in some flour and while they were on the plate after I rolled them in the plain flour, I sprinkled Chinese five spice on them. And then I just had a little bit of uh, vegetable oil in a pan and shut, I fried them in that, turned them over, sprinkled a little bit more five spice on the other side and, and, and cooked them through. Served them up, and when I got the greens out of the um, the steamer onto the plate, I poured the oyster sauce on them. And Linda said, "What did you do with that?" And I said, "Ah, I just used a little bit of Chinese Thai spice on the fish. She said, That's bloody lovely." And I said, "It's like a chicken nugget, isn't it?" She said, "Yeah." So um, that uh, that all came came along pretty well. And um, the, the the other thing I did was um, some garfish because we got onto some river gars. And for anybody that wants to know about, if you're going to store fish in vacuum soil bags, um, whether it's fillets or whole fish and it's fresh, and it's, you know, it's going to be wet and moist, um, you put a, 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 a bit of paper towel that you double up and you make a strip along the top. And then when you put your bag into the vacuum sealer and you get the, all the moisture that draws out, hits the paper the towel. And then it doesn't get into the bag as it goes up onto the heat sealing band. So you get a perfectly dry seal, which allows it to melt and seal properly. Okay. And those fish will be just as good 12 months later than what they were the day they went in. And um, I've put that down, and that's up on the Facebook page, the High Tide Facebook page. But the garfish I did, let me tell you, I just a little bit of fire spice to what I did there as well is sprinkle of... Um, uh, clive of India curry powder in there, and so what I do. Are you is sure I, it was Clive of India? Yeah, Clive of India, little, little fella on the on the yellow. Yeah, thing there, <laughs> and they Clive of India. 
Submarines going to come into the country. What's the difference? Well, these nuclear submarines are they going to be? Are they going to be ours? Or are they going to be some foreign force? Because no, the but, way we're going. but you're still <laughs> so going to base. Trying to take over. You're still going to base them here and use yeah. them all the time. So if you've got nuclear submarines, why wouldn't we have cheap nuclear power? But that's an argument for another day. How you can't use common sense in a debate <laughs> like this? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like for me, nuclear power is a no-brainer. The technology with nuclear power now is it, it's clean, it's green, and the, you know, like the, the way of dis, uh, disposing the used isotopes is a lot cleaner now. And, yeah. and you know, the depleted uh, rods, they're, they're, they're reprocessed now. Pete, the biggest joke of the whole thing about this green stuff, right, 
is China, India, don't give a rats. They keep burning the coal, right? You just keep digging in Australia and we'll keep buying Karen, it. You do as they say, not as they do. What you talking right? about? You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the people that are talking about, we need all this thing, things in place by 2030 and, and 50 and electric cars and whatever. But it, it, it's a lot of crap. A lot of crap. It's not necessary... Because we are not a threat to the universe. I watched a bus go past me the other day when I was driving, and it said, this is a clean, green bus, runs on electric power. Well, where do they get the power from? Yeah, it's coming from coal-fired plants. I know, I know. They're putting up story places in, in Parramatta at 70-plus stories high. Yeah. How are they going to provide electric power for all the motor cars for those people? I reckon if you're going to buy an electric car, then you should only power that car by wind or solar power. You can't tap into the base load. Oh, the diesel power. generators that, run, that charge them up all the time. <laughs> okay, well, Pete. I did, my, I did my bit for the environment the other day. I saw a row of five cars plugged <laughs> into charge. It's not being used. And I said, well, they're wasting electricity, so I pulled the plugs in. Yeah, good boy. I saw that. <laughs> nice one. Okay, Pete, thank you for that. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Uh, better go and make a mile. We'll see you later. Okay. See, see you, later, buddy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Peter Johnson on the road. But, uh, he makes some good sense with things, but the fish well, is good. It is. It's logic. I don't mind everybody having a go at me, but I'm going to tell you, if we, if this program hadn't stuck up for what we've stuck up for, Trump. the people wouldn't be out using the waterways of today. That's it. Back soon. I used to drive seven hours to hospital and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? A two-day trip became two hours. What Angel Flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver, because helping Angel Flight helps people who really need help. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PTSMT and D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar, and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XD1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. What you've ever seen Green comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Save on hot water energy use by up to 73% With Ream, Ambi Heat, Heat Pump Except nothing less than Australia's best Hi, Timmy Manor here Have you received an electricity or gas price increase? Or are you worried about the rising energy costs? Give Red Energy a call their Aussie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison. And you might be surprised what they have to offer. Plus, Red Energy is owned by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy. Give 100% Australian-owned Red Energy a call today on 131 806 or visit redenergy.com.au. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. 
2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran and Alan in the studio. No Grant Boyden, but let's go to Complete Angler at 938 Woodville Road at Villawood, which I don't think he's here at the moment. Maybe. Mike, good morning. Uh, g'day, guys. How are we all? We're good. You at 938 Woodville Road at the moment? No, I'm not. I'm at home <laughs> at the moment, actually. Okay. Smart move. <laughs> it is, mate. It is. Uh, but yeah, I'm wonderful. I just came back from a nice fishing trip. Oh, you were going north, weren't you? Yeah, kind of. I don't know what you'd class it. I went over to a little place. Kiribati. Kiribati. Yeah. In the middle of the Pacific. Wow. Beautiful. Oh, it was magic. Magic. Fantastic fishing. We had an absolute cracker of a trip. So, um, really, really cool. If anyone's ever haven't done that style of fishing before, I thoroughly recommend it. Walking around on these beautiful sand flats, sight casting to these fish called bonefish are just amazing. They're just uh, they're kind of like an overgrown whiting, just on steroids. They're just amazing. Um, take a hundred meters every cast and uh, every run, and just fantastic fishery over there. And the offshore fishing we did a lot this year, and um, we did a lot of GTs and wahoo and yellowfin and stuff like that as well too, which we normally don't do, and, and that was spectacular as well. So. Yeah, really interesting place. And you don't have to go and look for them. They're just there in the deep. Just drop over the edge, they're there. It's pretty. It's a pretty special place. It's pretty cool. So where, where it's located too, you've, you've got all the big currents pushing through all the way in the Pacific, and it just brings so many goodies down in, in, into their areas. They're, they're pretty lucky. Um, but a tough place to visit. They've done it tough, actually. It was a bit of an eye-opener, actually. It's a bit of a bit of a third-world country there, and um, obviously COVID's affected them really badly with no tourism over there for the last couple of years. So that was a little bit sad to see, actually, all that side of things. But um, probably the best thing to do is to promote it and encourage guys to go out there and, and, and fish it because it is a lovely place, something really different to do. So, so yeah, is, it up past the, is it up past the Solomon Islands or in that area? Whereabouts yeah, it's is it? Kind of, it's kind of, if you have to draw a line between Fiji and Hawaii, it's probably halfway. Okay. Yeah, so you generally have to, you have to fly to Fiji and then it was another five hour, five hours from Fiji, so. Um, but yeah, relatively cheap trip actually. A lot of people can get scared about doing that type of trips, but it's actually relatively inexpensive. Um, and, and the fishing is definitely world class. Um, yeah, it's a bit rough, but you know, if you're, if you're into your fishing more than your accommodation, um, uh, that's what it's all about. You know, there's, you can't drink the water, there's hardly any electricity, but yeah, that's part of Did the you trip. run into any uh, coconut crabs? Um, they wasn't any coconut crabs, it was big, it was big land crabs. I don't think they were coconut crabs. But they were everywhere. Yeah, night time yet to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they were everywhere. Yeah, they came out at night everywhere. So. <laughs> Are they edible? Uh, yeah, we did eat them, actually. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, one of the locals actually cooked them up for us. And they tasted really nice. They just tasted like crab. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, they were actually really nice to eat. So. But, yeah, very cool. Very cool place. If anyone ever wants to visit it, as I said, pop down and come in and have a chat to me. So that's the second time I've been there now, and, and it is absolutely spectacular. So really cool place. Uh, but the fishing, let's talk about local fishing, because there's a fair bit been happening, actually. It's been interesting. So it's certainly in the winter mode, that's for sure. Sydney is definitely cool at the moment. Um, and we've had no rain, so it's been really interesting. So you're like, going to get some today and this week? Well, let's hope so, because we probably do need a little bit, actually, for it to mix up. But, um, yeah, the estuaries are still very, very clean. Um, like, if you go down to the Georges and the Parramatta River, which are generally quite brownish, um, it's it's... Pretty much as clean as you're ever going to see it. Um, and very salty as well, which is another interesting thing. Um, so the water temps are definitely down. It's definitely been kind of like more about quality of fish that you're getting at the moment. Like some of the fish getting around are quite big. Um, so you're picking up some really big brim at the moment. And same as the whiting, too. Some of the whiting being huge getting caught at the moment. And trevally, you know, all them typical winter species. But you're just not getting big numbers, you know. So, yeah, you definitely have to work hard for them. Um, and, and, like, the key at the moment in particular is just to use really really light line, really light liters, you know, particularly fluorocarbon liters because that water is crystal. Um, and the use of burley is really important if you're going to be bait fishing. It's pretty much essential at the moment. Um, but the interesting thing is upstream has still been fishing really well in all the systems. So in the Parramatta, the Georges, uh, Hawkesbury, all the, 
because we've had no rain, a lot of the fish are pushed right up to the back reaches. So the, the full river you can fish at the moment. Um, and you're seeing a lot of unusual species. There's quite a lot of salmon. <laughs> There's been salmon caught all the way up into Chipping Norton and same as in Silver Water as well too in the Parra as well. It's been really weird. Um, so we expect to see a lot of weird stuff. Um, show up and, and if it continues if we don't get a lot of rain who knows what else when it warms up we might even get kingfish as well um, so yeah the rivers in general it's been it's been hard type of work but it's been quality so if you, if you really want to get that monster it's the time of year to do it um, Luderick run has been amazing this year uh, a really good opportunity if you haven't done that style of fishing is to give it a crack because it's really good we're having a really good uh, season for them uh, weed has been really easy to get as well because it's been so stable we haven't had any rain there's been plenty of areas that you can get the weed um, and you've got really good access the Georges has been fishing really well for them same as the power even the main body of the harbour they've all been really good this year so that's been great um, rock anglers too have been having a ball all your traditional species like your drummer and your groper have been really strong um, again another nice fun fish to, you know to, to fish over the winter period um, and we've had really good conditions as well too you know to suit the rock guys there's been plenty of salmon and tailor if you wanted to put a you know pilch it out as well too underneath the bobby float that's been working very well so and, and a lot of squid off the rocks as well too the squid are really turned on actually over the last couple of weeks um, so yeah the offshore fishing has been really good because of that too um, and beaches have been very similar so it's been more sail you know salmon and tailor and stuff like that um, but the offshore scene's been is really starting to kick into gear. The snapper run feels like it's hitting now. It's really starting. We're starting to get a lot more guys coming in and doing really well um, on the snapper off Sydney. But it's been all, all in that deeper water. It's been again a bit interesting where they've been very skittish in the shallow water. You have to be up at the cracker door to catch them. Um, and then they've just been moving out of the deeper water quite quickly. So that 50-metre mark, if you're going to head out from 50 metre onwards, seems to be kind of like hot sort of area at the moment. But they're getting some really nice fish. There's been some crackers getting caught at the moment. It's really starting to gain momentum at the moment. So Malambi's been really good, and obviously Long Reef, uh, Maroubra, and just a lot of little small dotted reefs have been fishing really well all up and down the coast as well. You don't have to just fish the big areas. Um, same as the Kings too. Kings have been really good. Uh, it's been more of an offshore fishery this year with the Kingies. It's been interesting. Um, but the 12 miles still been just killing us. They've been getting some really good fish, like metre, metre size fish at, at, um, what's it called, at 12 mile this year. So again, live baits have been the key. Um, or if you're into your jigging and stuff like that, that's been very effective as well. And same as on the yellowfin, it's been very patchy. It's been on, it's been off, it's been all over the place. It hasn't been consistent. Um, so the current actually looks really good at the moment, so I think we'll get some good reports this week. Um, but trolling's definitely been the most effective way because of the patchiness. Um, so you can put some skirts around and troll around until you find them. Um, and the backup rounds have still been pretty consistent, but it really all got to do with that current. So um, if, if you're new to that style of fishing, pop into the store. We've got the the sea surface temperature charts which has the currents and we can track it and give you the GPS marks and kind of point you in the right direction so so yeah in, in general it's still been pretty good You're, we're definitely in the heart of winter but it feels like we're definitely in the heart no now, no, so. no 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 it's just about to change it's springtime when you walk outside it'll be different it will it will it will so it's hopefully it's a nice short winter so, uh, but yeah lots happening at the moment guys it's what's going to worry me Mm. is the heat that we're going to go through and how long that it dry period. It won't be any worse than what it's been before, Kieran. <laughs> you don't think so? No, no, no. They just we won't have any water. <laughs> we'll all have sold it all to the sorghum growers. What, what, what was the thing that the Bureau put out a, uh, six or eight weeks ago? A flash drought. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> <way>. <laughs> shook me head. A flash drought's coming. <laughs> wow, there you go. I haven't heard that one before. That's a good one. So, okay, oh, Mike. Now, if people want to go to the Complete Angler in the city or out at Villawood, where do they go? Yeah. Yeah, so at 938 Woodward Road, Villawood, which is just down from the Meccano Satellites. We're open seven days in that store. Or if you're in the heart of the city, come up to the third floor in the Dimox building. Um, come up and say hello, and you'll get in a lot of trouble, as always. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Right, Talk, Talk next week. Bye. See you, buddy. And, look, it is worthwhile if you're in that area. These are the areas. In the city looking for something to do. It's a lovely old building, that look, police building. all the tackle stores that we talk to yes. are there to help you catch fish. Right. That's right. The more you catch, it's That's like right. you. The more baits you sell, the more people are going to be out and about, right. and the better the reports yeah. are. Look, I, I was happy at the boat show. A gentleman came in on the uh, <coughs> Thursday, was an older gentleman, and um, he said, oh, he said, you might not remember. I said, your face is a bit familiar. He said, I bought a bar crusher off you in 2004. 
He said, it's going great. Everything's good. He said, I'm getting a bit old now. He said, can I bring it up to trade and get a smaller one? Yeah, no problems at all. Yeah, so he's been 20 years enjoying the boat. And it's still good. It's just getting a bit big for him now. So he's going to get another bar crusher, small one. Mm. So it's good to see people out enjoying themselves. And, you know, we've got it where young people are coming in buying it because their dad bought a boat off us and their grandfather bought a boat off us. So it's quite good. Well, you've been around a long time now. Yeah. Dan tells me that. Like us. <laughs> tells we me are that. old. <laughs> but I don't know. you want to see if we can get double island charters or oh, bread at Lake Macquarie? You've only got a minute to go, Ken. Oh, we're out of time. You're out of time with that. Uh, update on the weather. That's mostly a good idea, isn't it? Yep. Um, well, the tides are going to be, we're going to have a 631 will be a high tide of 1.19 metres here and a low tide at 1153.6 of a metre. Okay. The... Coastal forecast for today for Sydney. Southerly 10 to 15 knots turning. Southeasterly below 10 knots in the evening. Sea below 1. The southerly swells about 1 metre, increasing to 1.5 during the morning, increasing 1.5 to 2 in the evening. Cloudy 95% chance of showers. If I go up north, up to where Laurie McAnally should be, at uh, Smoky Cape to Seal Rock, southwesterly 15 to 20, turning southerly in the early afternoon, re- winds reaching up to 25 knots offshore, north of Crowdy in the evening. Sea below 1, will get up to 1.5. Swells southerly about 1 metre, getting up to 1.5. And we will catch up with uh, Matt at Port Stevens right after the news. Yeah, and just going down south, what we got for Ulladulla down to Montague. Southeast 15 to 20, reaching 25 offshore south of Maria during the morning. Swells around 1 metre, increasing to 2 offshore during the morning. Uh, sorry, the seas, the swell is southerly 1 to 1.5, increasing 1.5 to 2 north of Maria. 80% chance of showers. And Brian Wunderwalt will be along. He's from Fisheries, isn't he? From Fisheries, talking about uh, Gone Fishing Day. Oh, that's in October, isn't it? Early mm. October. Paul Bird will be along, okay. talking about whatever. Mr. Reid, we're going to speak to him? No, 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 we spoke to him yesterday. I've oh, got Greg from Double Island Charters to talk to later. Yeah, we can have a chat to him. Okay, that all sounds good. Okay, it does sound good. Oh, and to my good friend, my podiatrist, Amelia, and her friend, they're out there on the Sydney to surf today. Best of luck. City to surf, not Sydney to surf. City to surf. Because C-I-T-Y. Bondi is still in the city. Back with more after the news. <laughs>